Welcome, everybody, to the Snap Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluver, and let's consider this a personal audio journal of mine. A lot of rambling, a lot of random stuff, anything relevant in my personal life that has to do with health, fitness, diet, business, being an entrepreneur, and simply trying to unlock the avenues of personal growth that help me find the most happy, fulfilling, and free life that I can live. I hope that you guys can take something away from the show and maybe find some entertainment in it as well. Thank you so much for listening and uh, let's get to it. All right, time to get into it. Um, Another early podcast. Been a couple weeks, two weeks to be exact. Um, We're back from vacation. We are back from a weekend of quarterfinals. Although the body is not all the way back, we'll talk about that in a second. And uh, we're just we're just back to uh, normal life. Um, so today is going to be a recap of the quarterfinals, CrossFit quarterfinals, two thousand and twenty-three. Which I suppose I should have uh, probably pulled that up on the old leaderboard considering we're going to talk about it and we're going to go over how I did. We were not able to podcast last week. As previously mentioned, we were on the, we were on a vacation, a little spring break action down in St. Pete, uh, St. Pete, Florida, specifically Madera beach. Really, really beautiful spot. Sorry. Again, yawn to start the, the podcast it is 6 20 in the morning um the most productive hour of my day is now 6 a.m to 7 a.m 6 30 to 7 30 before baby girl wakes up and uh so we're trying to knock this out early because otherwise good chance i don't get this done today um and we'll recap where i'm at specifically in a later episode as far as the grander scheme of things. But, um, you know, the, the, the goal, the whole journey here over the last, oh, let's call it, I guess it's more than 18 months, a little over a year and a half, um, dating all the way back to the fall of 2022, uh, 2021. The whole goal here was, you know what? Fuck it. Like we're going all in. Um, at least what I, what I think is all in originally the plan was all in, uh, I think all in provides another context in which we would have to sort of describe some, uh, parameters and and what's possible for my life, stuff like that. But, um, we decided we were going to take competitive CrossFit seriously. We decided that for the first time ever at 20, let's see. I would have been 27 years old. Uh, I was going to make a run at seeing legitimately where I could take myself in the sport. And it was a, it, it was realistically a, uh, a six month goal to begin with, right? We're talking September. And we're going to get into this. Uh, we're going to get into this in a whole other podcast, which is why I just started saying this. Regardless, 
Um, ever since then, we've we've made this a serious thing. Now, as this past December-ish, I guess fall November-ish rolled around, and I got that injury in November, um, that injury did negative things to my mindset and to obviously to my training schedule um, and took me to a place where I was not sure if the open, the quarterfinals, any far out dream beyond the quarterfinals um, was even going to happen. I didn't know if this competitive CrossFit season, which realistically is five weeks long for me, I didn't know if I didn't know if that was going to happen. I was okay with that birth of my daughter, middle of December, um, which, you know, getting pregnant last year, now throwing a baby into the mix, uh, was, it changed things. And I knew that that was a possibility, a probability, uh, as something that was going to enter my life, happen in my life, was unable to predict and really, uh, make decisions, dedicate myself to certain, um, you know, I, bef- before the baby came, I was not going to live my life ahead of that time. Um, like the kid was already here, right? I was going to make the most of that time. So that meant more training, a little bit more focus on being competitive, all that. When I got hurt and then six weeks later, um, the baby arrived, it was a double whammy of you know this this bigger picture crossfit is something i love to do it's fun to compete in but it's not serious enough never has been serious enough for me even with at that point just over a year of two a day training full on competitive like i'm trying to do this even then being injured and pretty seriously injured to, to the point where my body basically shut down for a month and said, Hey, you have to step way back. And then throwing on top of that, um, becoming a father and having to figure that out. Those were two things that were big enough where I, I didn't, there was a, there was a week, maybe a couple weeks where my mindset, if you ask me, Hey, what, what is the CrossFit competitive season look like this year? I would say, I, if I feel okay, I'll probably sign up for the open. If I feel okay, maybe, but I don't know if the open's gonna. I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to sign up and, and and you know compete this year. Um, and so I set the table with all that because obviously I got a result, right? I ended up somewhere on the leaderboard in both the open and these quarterfinals, and there's a reflection period. There is a processing of where I ended up, which is going to happen as I quit rambling in this podcast. And uh, that reflection and process should take into account where I was just three months ago, four months ago. It's hard to do that because once you get into it and, and you decide, okay, I am competing, I am putting my scores up, I am giving a full effort. Now, for a guy like me, you roll right into your normal mindset of, okay, no excuses. We're doing it. No excuses. 
do the best we can, compete, go ball out, go see what you can do. And those two things sort of conflict with each other. Because now when I'm in it, I believe I can, I, be, I believe, and I'm full go. And the reality is, is that the preparation that was put in was not full go. It was not, we didn't even know if we were going to compete. So sort of a hard reconciliation process uh, between the reality of the work I was able to put in and trying to figure out where I went wrong, right? Questioning myself, trying to analyze myself, not where I went wrong necessarily, but, but where are my gaps? Why are they so big and how do I fix them? When the, when the very blatant answer is just like, Hey, well, you know, maybe don't take two months off of training. And if you weren't hurt and you didn't have a kid, this, you know, things might've looked a little different, but that's just what it is. Like, I, I don't want to make those excuses. It just, it is what it is. So after 10 minutes of a pity party here and, and making it sound like uh, the end of the world, um, let's, uh, let's talk about some placings and these are sort of interesting. Um, because, you know, last year after six months and I went through, I, I think I have an episode on this where I sat down and I fully blocked out a four phase um, training plan to go from basically September 1st to the 2022 open um, building from like 45 minutes to an hour a day. Cause that's all I was at volume wise up to two and a half hours a day between two sessions by the time we got to the open. Um, in that six months of training, when I legitimately put my, you know, my, my head down, um, we were able to do things that were sort of, uh, uh, sort of unimaginable, um, at least in my mind. And last year in the open, uh, we got 5,700th. But then the quarterfinals came out, and uh, in the world, I placed 733rd in the quarterfinals. 733rd. And that was out of, you know, uh, somewhere around like 7,500 people, eight, almost 8,000 people. Um, and I was thoroughly impressed with that. 733rd in the world. In... Uh, in our region, which last year was just North America, it was all clumped together, I placed 349th, which is, um, you know, top 120 went last year out of North America. And so basically cut my world placing in half, and that's what I got in the United States. That's a, a good general rule for, um, for how the sort of rankings have gone. 349th top 120 go so if you do the math that's about 230 spots away from a qualifying position we fast forward to this year in which obviously i would really enjoy to improve upon those scores right and the open felt good uh, we went over the open we ended up placing um you know just inside the top 1800 worldwide in the open right we've talked about how the open is generally not something that i'm going to excel at 
because it's more of a uh, aerobic, longer capacity, um, light movements, just keep moving kind of thing. That's not my deal. I like heavier skill, heavier weights, um, more strategy. And, uh, and the quarterfinals is really a place where I shine. And I kind of worked off of that assumption just because of last year's results, right? I went and placed 5,700th in the world in the open, but then went and placed 733rd amongst that same group of people when the test got harder. So I was like, hey, I'm a quarterfinal boy. Quarterfinals are my jam, right? With such a drastic open improvement this year, basically knocking off 4,000 spots on my worldwide finish, I was hoping that my worldwide finish in quarterfinals this year would improve. And, you know, obviously within the region, which the North American region has now been split into two regions, North American West, North American East, that I would be uh, better there as well. This was also with the understanding that last year's quarterfinals were very much so built to my strengths. They were absolutely, I mean, if there was, and this is nuanced and, and it's hard to get into this really, um, but in CrossFit, because all of the workouts are random, right? Every year, the open quarterfinals, semifinals, games, every single year, there might be a repeat workout here and there for fun that they do. Uh, like the open had one repeat workout. That was all the way from 2014. But for the most part, 90% of the time, 95% of the time, you're working with a brand new set of movements, time frame, objective. It's, it's, it's a f pillar of the sport, right? Is you're training for the unknown and unknowable within the parameters of like, you know, the movements that CrossFit uses. And uh, the workout could be anything. And then what you're tested on is your ability to just be fit amongst tons of different movements, tons of time frames, tons of skills. And that is scary in a sense, means you have to work on a lot and means that in a competition like quarterfinals, when only five workouts are programmed, you can only do so much, right? You're going to leave out some very specific things. Last year in quarterfinals, why was that test built for me and maybe inflated my confidence and, and, and ability last year? Um, quickly, we'll go through that. Uh, we completely missed on really every uh, weakness, major weakness that I have, right? So last year, I was not nearly as strong as enough as I needed to be to really be up in the spot I was. I was not skilled enough. Um, and my general fitness was not really where it needed to be. And the only place I really got exposed was the second workout last year, which included um, 30 ring 30 ring muscle-ups. Those 30 were split into three sets of 10, along with some single leg squats and some GHG sit-ups. But even in those smaller sets of 10, I was exposed and I had to do sets of threes and twos. And it took me a lot of time. And um, I had a terrible 
placing in that one workout. Otherwise, the strength that was tested last year were arguably three of my best lifts. Overhead squat, which if you ask me to back squat or front squat with the majority of people that are up at the elite level in CrossFit, I'm going to get torched. At least last year I would have. But if you ask me to overhead squat, now I can play. Bench, which is rarely ever tested in CrossFit, and a one and a one rep max clean, which again, not my best because if you're going to really get the most out of a clean, you should catch it in a full squat. But because of my background with football and college, uh, we did a lot of power cleaning and I could power clean uh, a number that where I, where I would not have to rely on a squatting ability that is poor. Um, I could power clean a number that was competitive still. So the strength test, you know, I, I was able to hide. There were no chest to bar pull-ups, which I was dog shit at. There were no bar muscle-ups, which I was dog shit at. The rope climbs, which I never practice, were in sets only as big as one, two, three, or four in a long workout, giving you a lot of break between. There was a few other factors that that sort of inflated last year's score. And I knew that coming around to this year, that most likely, maybe never again, the programming would fall in my favor. And um, now we throw on top of this, because going back to what I said, I wasn't sure I was going to compete this year. I decided to agree to a vacation. I mean... Why wouldn't I? Paid for vacation by my in-laws um, down to Florida for spring break. You know, the, the break that my wife had from school and my wife's sister uh, had from PA school. It's like, all right, they match up. We can go on a spring break. Well, it just so happens that the end of that spring break, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three last days we were there, uh, is when the quarterfinals were happening. And I didn't even recognize that until about a you know, midway through the open or basically when the open started and I was like, all right, I'm doing this. I realized, okay, well, when, when I make quarterfinals, cause I'm in, you know, it's not that hard for me to do that. Um, I'm going to have to do them on spring break. So, you know, I, I did what I could found a really, really good gym, a competitive gym. Um, probably one of the more competitive gyms that I've ever been in as far as trying to send athletes to quarterfinals, all this. Um, where I was actually able to down in, uh, it was, the gym was CrossFit West Chase Largo. Uh, it was about a 20 minute drive from where we were staying and I was able to train there all week. I was able to get in a full week of training, um, basically structure the first half of every day of my uh, vacation around still getting training in and still being ready to roll for the quarterfinals when they would come out on Thursday, um, almost a week ago now. And uh, I was sitting on the beach, literally on the beach. Actually, I had just come in from the beach, I believe, um, to feed my daughter. Condo Airbnb that we stayed in was 50 feet from the sand. Walk out the back, and it's just right there. And um, out come the workouts, and they're interesting. They're really interesting. We're going to go over, we're going to have an entire episode when I find some time eventually here. 
to go over the workout specifically. Um, but there was some movements that didn't show up last year that showed up this year. And you'd say, and, and this is why it isn't, it isn't an excuse is, well, if you knew those were your, like if, if you knew this a year ago, then why didn't you work on these? Why didn't you get better at the movements that you were lucky that you didn't have to see? The answer is I did, right? We shirt up chest to bar pull-ups a lot. We shirt up bar muscle-ups a lot. Um, we did our best to get a little bit of rope climb work in. Um, hard uh, hard to do GHD because we just don't have room for one in the garage and didn't get to a gym a lot because that's how I train. So we tried to do as many sit-ups as we could, but hard to replicate that movement. Did a ton of zone two work to build my general base of fitness. Got stronger, got stronger. And so we shared up a lot of things. But again, if we're trying to improve, if we're always trying to do better than last year, we can't just sure up some things. We have to start becoming very good at everything. Right. I think I beat around the bush here uh, with with where I placed and we'll go over briefly the workouts in a second. But um, instead of 733rd in the world, I placed 1,344th in the world. So I dropped 600 spots on the on the quarterfinal leaderboard this year. I don't know. You know, there was more signups this year. Right. Um, You know, about 100,000 different people, new people signed up this year. So the field was a little bit deeper than it was last year. Um, that could be part of it. Uh, the workouts, the programming could be part of it. Um, but you never like to see yourself fall on the leaderboard, right? So 1344th in the world in quarterfinals. It's not bad, right? When you, I'm not happy with it, but if we really want to be super relative about my placing here, the fact that I'm one of the top 1,400 competitive CrossFit athletes in the world, in the entire world, where it is, it's gotten pretty popular. There's a lot of fucking people that do CrossFit and try to do it good. Um, that's not bad, right? That's not bad. In the United States, the North American West region, I finished 218th. And... Um, you're like, oh shit. Well, that's actually, that's actually not bad, right? And while I'll agree with that, again, in relativity, um, you know, we double that. Say that you know America split into two regions. If you're 218th, that means you're in the top 450 CrossFitters in the country. Yeah, that's that's great. Again, that's great. Um, it's not where I want to be, and I'm not happy with it. And I'm really not happy with it because after day one, I was sitting in 156th place. And after day two, I was sitting in 131st place. I had moved up 25 spots. And then on day three, where you only input one workout, which happened to be my worst workout by far, um, I dropped almost 100 placings on the leaderboard. And so that's really where some some of the disappointment comes from. And that's my daughter, if you just heard that. She's waking up. And so 218th in the region. Since 
America was split. The North America was split. Um, last year, 120 people went. Now, to each region, 60 people go. Still same amount of people. And if we're measuring it in one way uh, that we can say we improved, um, technically, this is the best I've ever done as far as how close I've been to a qualifying position. 218th minus the 60 qualifying spots would put me at 158 spots away from a qualifying position. 230 qualifying spots out last year, 158 this year. So I closed the gap. That's good. That's good. I'm happy with that. We closed the gap. Overall, the world ranking doesn't matter because at this level, it's about where you finish in your region. Not to mention that at the, not the very, very top, but just below that on this leaderboard all across the country or all across the world, especially in a lot of foreign countries, there's people who are putting in scores that they don't actually get. They're cheating all over the place. Um, it'll, it never ends up mattering because the people who actually go to the semifinals, they check those videos. But then if you're not one of those very, very, very top people, then there's just a ton of other people in that top few hundred that are flooded with invalid scores. Not going to care really about that too much. Going to hang my hat on the fact that we were 158 spots out. And then really I need to think back to that first thing we talked about. And that was when we process and evaluate this finish, arguably in a way, debatably the best I've ever done. What could we have even expected when I didn't even know if we were going to compete? Wasn't even sure this was going to happen. 218th in the region. 158 spots from making a semifinal. If you make a semifinal, you're, you're about as pro of a CrossFitter as you can be relative to the, to the normal population. Of course, there's people who make the games every year. That is unbelievably elite, extreme. Like, but if you make a semifinal, you're one of the top basically 100 people in the country and you're one of the top 200 people in the world. And we are close. When I go into individual workout breakdowns and it might be a full podcast, it might be one, it might be a shorter podcast where t for 10 to 15 minutes I go into each, uh, into each workout. And I feel like that might be the move. Um, I will sort of go through and explain exactly what the workout was and how damn close I was to you know, one thing here, being a little bit better here, a little bit stronger here, how CrossFit, in my, in my case specifically, is a game of inches. And 218th could have very easily been 118th maybe even inside the top 100, which puts me 30 or 40 spots away from qualifying for a semifinal, something I thought was never even in the realm of possibility for me just two years ago. You throw on top of that the fact that I had to do this in uh, on a vacation, uh, traveling, flying, in a gym that I've never trained in with people I don't know, um, 
on a time schedule that was not really totally mine. Um, and that's, that's one of the big ones. You know, one of the, one of the hard things about quarterfinals is you now have to do five workouts in a weekend. It's not one workout a week. You have five workouts to do and you have windows to do them in. And with this gym's uh, open gym hours and the deadlines for inputting your scores, I basically had to do these workouts um, all in this, you know, on Friday, I had to do both in the same session. On Saturday, I had to do both in the same morning session. Then I had to get on a plane, fly three hours, sit in a cramped position, not be able to stretch, move, all that stuff. Hop in a car in Omaha, drive two hours back to Des Moines, unpack, it's late, wake up the next day and finish. Um, again, not an excuse, but not ideal. And I was able to churn out a 218th in the region. I'm not happy about it. And I don't think I'm happy about it because I know that I know that I can be a fucking animal. I know that I'll improve over this next year. Barring any crazy thing that happens or any major shift in uh, discipline or desire to do something else in my life, I can improve on this. And if I sure up a couple of the, the bloopers, I can really make a run, a serious fucking run. I can become dangerous. And the fire, the, the motivation, the inspiration, the drive is always so high right now afterwards you're like fuck i got a whole year at least for me i got a whole year to get better what's possible next year when i come back around and that's the fun of this we'll see we'll see thanks for joining me on the snap podcast uh we'll go into some workout details as the weeks go on here but um quarterfinals and my competitive crossfit season at least the main the main uh track run by crossfit for this year is uh, concluded. And so is this podcast.